Hello, dear listeners. You join us in the pub. Mid, as always, light-hearted chat. And me with a half-mouthful of Harry Bogue. Editor John, good luck with this. Uh, now, I say we're in the pub. We're in control of escape. The old lock-in. So we're, yeah, we're locked in. We are. We're, we're, the old ye old lock-in is about ten feet away from us, which is an actual pub. And there are drinks on the table, but they're interesting mix. There's a suspicious yellow liquid in front of Colin. Hello, Colin. <laughs> Say hello to everyone, Colin. Hello, everyone. Colin. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Say hello to everyone, Jeff. Hello, everyone. Jeff. Jeff. And Jeff has <laughs> something in front of him. It's dark and sinister. It's dark. I'm holding it up to the light, and the light barely touches it. It looks a bit like red wine, but it has a label saying mixed berries afterburner. Do you want to comment on this, Jeff? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna no leave comment. He's drinking malt vinegar. Mm. Yeah, which is brown, yeah. as we all know now. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Are you, not, are you not having a drink? I'm drinking black coffee because I'm driving. It's 10 o'clock in the evening. I know. Bloody hell. We're in Margate, home of Kent's finest. Drivers. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, Mark, say hello, Mark. Hi. Uh, are you not drinking? I'm, I'm water. Oh, and here's me on the coke. Line after line of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Welcome to Margate. Now, we'll start off with the room you just did. And congratulations, you were successful. Um, it was significantly harder than I thought, which is a bit of a running theme for me, unfortunately, because I come up with an idea and then I think it's too easy and then I complicate it. So, for example, the black and white uh, pictures with colours, obviously, in the pictures. I thought that was far too easy. Um, so I made the, the, the keyboard or the buttons completely irrelevant to any kind of combination uh, that you might reach for from the picture. So all you had to do was was press the, the right amount of colour buttons for each colour. Super simple, but quite unusual for an escape room to have a, a mechanic like that where the actual order of the button presses does not matter. Reason being that order of the button presses is usually what these things are coded to, mm. right? They're almost always a sure. combination of sorts and you're kind of working with that. It's not just like add up. And that dutifully threw you guys beautifully. I wonder had you not been escape room makers and GMs, if, if that would actually come more easily to a newbie team? Mm -hmm. Probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they wouldn't have been institutionalised yep. by their own... Yeah. Didn't overthink. Their own knowledge. Yeah. So that was an interesting one. How, yeah, let, let's go on. How did you find the room? Sarah? I've really enjoyed it, actually. Um, you were very was... much key to the ending. Thank you very much. Save the day again. If you want to sort of stop them, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Bring us home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what females do, isn't it? You know. Ouch. Ouch. Save humanity. What can I say? The last puzzle there about the, the sentences, that puzzle is simply deconstructed Venn diagrams. Two things that brought together make a third meaning. Uh, and if you just take them all apart and have the team have to put them back together again, that, that's the whole puzzle. The clue for how they go together was in the colours of the lights, the blue light and the yellow light, making, obviously, make a green light, which was to give you the order. And that did not land with you guys at all. No. Until the final 10 seconds when yeah. it finally clicked in my brain. I think it's the thing where you've got people that work out logic. Had it been straight Venn diagrams, mm -hmm. the logic thinkers would have... Oh, yeah. If, I, if I'd written them down as a Venn diagram it, yeah. and so, shoved it at you, you'd have instantly got it. Yeah. yeah. And instantly. Sarah's particularly good at working things out outside the box, mm -hmm. So, which is why she's got that. It makes sense now, you say it's a Venn diagram. But, but, but all about meaning. No numbers. No, no orders, 
no. all about meaning and understanding. And something that I think a computer, even AI, would really struggle with. Definitely. I, I think that kind of contextual uh, thinking would be really difficult for a computer. Okay, so what's interesting here is that I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, you get these um, AI um, things on websites and stuff where you have to put in... How many traffic How many whatever traffic, traffic lights? Oh, capture codes. Yeah, 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 capture codes, where they are, yeah. yeah I yeah. cannot do them. Interesting. <laughs> I found them every single time. Jeff, Jeff, I'm wondering yeah. whether I might be a robot. <laughs> yeah. Are you a robot? Jeff because doesn't know how many traffic lights are in there, <laughs> or boats. I never get it right. <laughs> or bicycles, or whatever. You know, and when you get these weird letters, and they say, "What are these four letters?" and I never get that right. Interesting. So, so, so the stuff that is designed to fool a computer, you consistently fail at. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. So while you guys were doing this puzzle, it was very interesting to watch the the kind of notes and the amount of notes that you all took. So Sarah, <laughs> I've got Sarah's notepad in front She's of me here. A novel. It is detailed. Let me tell you, there are arrows, there are shapes, there are words with ticks next to them. Almost everything I said, or at least the the the, the nugget of everything I said, is written down. I, I mean, I like that you changed the set to me to snip. That's, that's lovely. <laughs> that's just beautiful. Um. But everything is written carefully down. Jeff, can I see your notes? <laughs> well, in my defence... They're all in pink. Well, in my defence, the pen ran out. So that was my beginning. So, <laughs> an issue you had I, here... I would, I would challenge anybody to be able to read that. Bloody hell. <laughs> so this is like... You know I'm in movies about serial killers where they find the diary and it's all like insane and obviously written by someone who's dangerous. So, yes, this it's is a bit I wanted to look at. So, for the... For the sentences on the discs, you condense them down to a single word per disc, yeah. which absolutely fucked you. Oh, right. <laughs> you had no hope of doing, of, of, uh, of successfully be, matching them because you took away their meaning. Each of them has a very specific mm. meaning mm. a nail in a plank of wood folded over flat. You have to have the whole thing there for its meaning, pointless bashing, to land. If you condense it at all, it falls apart. Apart from vasectomy to snip, well, um, yeah. which doesn't, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wonder actually if I should have. I think it might have helped you a lot if I'd just given you the full phrases, almost like giving you the actual discs. I think yeah. in person, were this puzzle to exist in a real life escape room, yeah. you would TM, need TM, it. TM, TM. Don't fucking try it. Um, I think it would actually be easier. Yeah. Than it is here. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be punished for your own note taking. Perfect note taking. <laughs> in, in, I'll go with that. In Jeff's defence, mm. um, he's a robot. It, I, well, it, it's 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 very unusual for him to make anything accurate anyway. Because uh, no, no. <laughs> it's all coming out now. Oh, no, 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 Often, often we we together uh, measure walls and stuff in buildings and. Uh, Jeff will go away, uh, spend a few hours making a very detailed... Um, Is this in millimetres and inches? Schematic uh, for our room, and then we'll come to build in that room, and it's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we just wing it. Um, and, and that's not down to Jeff's fault. It's just <laughs> we, we clearly can't make reasonable notes. So what's the point? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. How did you find the room, Colin? Um, I, I, yeah. At several, so Colin had an interesting strategy. At several points, his cunning strategy was to stare me in the face <laughs> and tried, I think, tried to read from my expression. I was still mostly 
distraught from the a the opening uh, sponsor <laughs> oh, uh, and and the comments about the nose uh, on on the map. <laughs> yeah, he has a very big nose. Very, uh, very um, a Lincoln, which was emotionally distressing. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was good. I, re- I did enjoy it. Uh, it was the buttons that weren't buttons. The buttons that weren't buttons. Yeah, the color buttons that weren't buttons. They were buttons, but he said they weren't buttons. It wasn't a keypad. Oh, that wasn't a keypad. So for the colours, so okay, so so we're back to the um the the black and white pictures that all have colours in them. Mm-hmm. Once you extract the meaning of the picture, yeah, a keypad. I feel bad about keypad was a bum stair. I shouldn't have said keypad. I should have said there's a series of coloured buttons on the wall because as soon as I said keypad, you guys who build escape rooms, you thought about what a keypad in an escape room needs. Which the puzzle wasn't directing you towards, but at the same time, I can absolutely see why you did it and why your brain went yeah. there. Because a keypad uh, needs order. a code. It needs and an order. Yours yeah. is chaos. Mine, <laughs> mine just needs the correct number of inputs yeah. for each key. Yeah. I mean, you could make that to look like a keypad if you wanted to, yeah. but it would. Um, it's too late now. It would be. It would be pretend. Uh, so yeah, no, that was that was a. It's a, it's amazing how you when you run one of these things that you did not pay any attention to that you thought were of passing relevance only become absolutely critical and can lead a team off in a completely wrong direction. But you find that in a physical escape room as which well, is, don't you? So when you guys open a new room, yeah. which you've, you've opened like seven now Numbers, total, because yeah. yeah. so, uh, Space Escape and Frankenscape yep. are sadly no longer with us. Um, in fact, I'm looking over in the corner of the room here and there is a prop from Space Escape. Mac, it's me, Mac. Yep. Um, <laughs> your your narrator come, come helper in Space Escape is now a coat stand. No, 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 rack. Coat rack. He's Mac is back as a coat rack. Mac is Return Mac is the Mac. or a Macintosh holder. Very good. So yeah, you've now opened seven rooms. What's your experience like when you're opening a new room? And those first teams go in. How how has it how has it gone? Have you had big surprises? Have you had disappointments? Yeah, yeah. a bit of it. I mean, um, what's surprising? what stands out? What's surprising is that we've been pretty pretty on the nose for the room length. Uh, so your rooms are all ninety minutes, aren't they? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've been pretty spot on with that. You know, mm. we can we can judge how many puzzles to have and how many things to do. That's been amazingly accurate. So I've done four of your space escape, Frankenscape, detention, the old lock in. I've done five of your rooms. Yep. The four <laughs> that we got through, we were all of our times were about an hour and seventeen hour and twenty around there, mm. which is pretty um, much average. Which yeah. is pretty much yeah. yeah. You don't have to say average. You can say you can say normal. Um, okay. Normal's <laughs> fine. Pretty much below average. <laughs> I'm sure because we spend most of the time taking the piss out of each other. It's <laughs> yeah. the problem. And of course, we uh, we are unique in insofar as um, we do have a hundred percent success rate. Yes. Yeah, so mm. if the time runs Part down, number seven, except for number yeah, seven. all right, We're done differently. <laughs> We're, number seven is different to our normal. So, you, so number seven is the only room you can fail. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we've done that because a lot of people kind of want to fail. Yeah. So that, that's an interesting sales pitch, the USP. So when, when we originally opened the bank job, we had two modes of operation for the room. Um, we had a hard mode in which you get, you get the story prompts, but you don't get any help. And you can sign up to this. And the idea was that it was going to be a totally level playing field. So if you wanted a kind of competitive time and your time on the board, you can do hard mode. We instantly found that it was totally toxic. The, the kinds of teams that said they wanted it were exactly the kind of teams that should not have it. Yes. Yes. Would rapidly yeah. not have fun. Yeah. Yes. And you're like going, fuck, I need to end this because yes. you're getting cross. Yeah. 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 And my job is to 
Hope you have fun. Yes. Yes. Is that, yes. Yeah, is that yes. Your, yes. You're nodding we, your head, so yes. that's your experience. And, and of course, they, that, that frustration can be taken out on the room itself. Yeah. And, and one of yeah. our priorities, if, if you like, is to protect the room because it can affect the next group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And they're fun. So. And we, we rely heavily on technology with our rooms um, mm. because the most important part in any room is the GM. Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, As a former GM, I'd 100% agree yeah, with that. What, what it is, is no doubt about it. I think it varies room to room. So what we do is we use technology to run the room, mm. leaving the GM able to you know, do what be part of the room and deal with the, the people. So they haven't got to worry about which switches to press and which this working and that working. It does that all by itself. Interesting. So I've done a few rooms out in the world where the GM could have had a heart attack and died and it would not have affected the room. Yeah. As in the classic where, you know, time on the screen, nuts go up on the screen, often a venue where there's like six of the same room so that like corporate teams can race each other, that kind of vibe. And the GM's never really part of the game. Now they're operating on a similar principle sure, but to you guys there, but for different reasons. Yeah. They want to make the GM role as simple as possible so that they can pay any old teenager yeah, minimum so wage to do it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you guys, like, I'm just thinking especially of detention, the GM is the glue. <clears throat> yeah, it is to provide the customer service that you want and the satisfaction and for them to become a character, if you like, mm. in, in the, the, the player's story. Um, so while our rooms are almost sort of like film-based, Mm-hmm. If you like, the players are actors in a movie, um, mm-hmm. and the GM is the director of that movie. But there's also a big part of it as well, and a big character in it, which is why we have a returning character in a lot of our rooms. Hey, huh? Do you? Yes, Alex Smart. Who's Alex? Guys, guys, it's me, Alex. Alex Smart. Can't believe you've got detention, but I'm here in the headmaster's office. I'll try and help you escape if I can. Huh. Alex Smart was the professor behind who, who the creation built, of Frank and Frank. Escape. How have I not realised this? <laughs> I, yeah. He's Alexandro Acorto. Alexandro Acorto is Italian for Alex, Alex Smart. Smart. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. You have to be a smart Alec to work that one out. There it is. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that <laughs> on a public yeah. meeting? <laughs> yeah. Very good. I love Easter eggs like that. I think that's wonderful. There's there's all kinds of other links as yeah. well between all of our rooms. Lovely. That's really cool. Every room has a link. And that's a nice, that's a lovely thing to have for a debrief for a team that's like on their fourth room with you guys. Or yes. whatever. You can say, oh, did you notice that that room isn't that room? That's, yeah. that's all Yeah. That's all really good and like little sprinkles on the cake yeah. Yeah, at the end absolutely. of a game. So you guys between you have GM'd many, many hundreds of games. One thing I'd love to know is do you have any standout memories of shit going wrong either that was your fault or not your fault in the room now obviously i know you don't want to spoil any aspects of your room but like <laughs> a room that's been running for that long must have had disasters mm, okay. the gm course and i'm going to go first in the in the spirit of this so when i was because i'm no longer employed by this business um when i was a gm at the bank job there's a puzzle at the end of the game where you have to get a diamond out of a, a cabinet in a vault and uh there's a GM-based trigger there where when you, when you get close to it, something happens to prevent you getting the diamond. And it looks like it's happened because you've done something else, but it's actually a GM trigger. And I forgot. And a team that were doing terribly finished the game by just taking the diamond that did not do anything about 20 minutes before they were actually <laughs> going to get there and skip the entire last section of the game. And 
I'd come run out and be like, congratulations, guys. God, you're really good. Oh, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Having completely missed the last set of puzzles. Uh, so that's my, um, that's my GM fuck up. Locking, when we finished that, we'd, we'd done the trials for that. And I think I, think I ran the first proper lock-in, customer lock-in, if I remember correctly. I must have done because I, so we work out our intros, what we say to people before they go in the room, and mm-hmm. you think you've ironed that out, right? Yes. <clears throat> because we hadn't done the intros, particularly on the testing. It was more about the testing of the actual game itself. And because test teams are often in a lot of rooms, mm-hmm. so the intro is kind of yep. wasted on them a lot of the time. So the first one was, as, as you've played lock-in yourself, it's your mission. Here are eight pieces of treasure. It's your mission to hide those when you get in the room. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. And they and they literally <clears throat> walked through the door, emptied the bags, and threw. There were mice going in places on horses where they shouldn't. Oh, no. Keys went up in through the window, upstairs, oh, my. inside the barrels. Oh, God. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm never going to find any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so they just walked in with all of your props and yeah. just threw them. Hence, hence. Around. And bear in mind, um, listeners, this room kind of has two stories like it's it's quite tall as a space when you're in there you you because you, you you start off outside the lock i think it's okay to say that yep. isn't it um and you know you guys do a pretty good job with like it being a kind of you know quote-unquote outdoor space and it's quite got a lot of vertical height so they just threw everything everywhere yeah, yeah. wow they took you at your word literally i remember did everything in 30 seconds flat and they're like we're done yeah yeah so hence hence a longer um there's going to be places in this room yeah, yeah. Where you can fit this exact yeah, item. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So it is, yes. is now very carefully laid out. Please yeah. don't hide anything until you oh, yes. get inside. Yeah, you get into in. In. I remember. I remember that as part of the it's intro. You were very room. clear. Because the, the original idea was that they go and hide everything in places. And then when they actually get in, they realize, oh, the, here's where we're supposed Better to go and get it. Yeah. Better yeah. go and find them. But unfortunately, there are places where you can just can't get them. We would just never yeah. get them. Yeah, yeah I'm not like, fishing like, pearls out of a barrel. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. no. Oh, man. Oh, no. That took oh, yeah. the holes 15, in the 15, 20 barrel. minutes, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I hate fishing for a start. And yeah, and disassembling those not barrels is yeah. not, not pretty. <laughs> no. No, look at the pain on their faces. Yeah. Oh man, that's it was a baptism of fire, but it talks a lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, can't trust the public. No, can't trust the yeah. public. I think it's no. every every kind of room we do has one of those. Yeah. Yes, and we learn from those mistakes. Yes, and you're always learning. Yeah, yeah. Which which we we still are. Like I'll never use fiberglass again. and likewise keys people can't use keys anymore no interesting you know there's yeah there's key padlocks i note that that your last couple of rooms uh are they completely key free if they're not they're close well we started off totally i mean it was our it was our motto it was one of our our three things which we were unique with what were your three things uh uh, well and what year was this just okay well this would have been 2017 16 16 or 17 so about 2016 2017 so that's when in terms of like escape room development gen one rooms have been around for a little while gen two rooms are starting to come online and we're getting a bit less padlocky okay and then you guys come off the scene yeah so we had three things number one was technology-based rooms that was our big thing okay technology was going to run the rooms uh so number two is no padlocks zero padlocks yeah We, we just didn't want padlocks at all uh, I'm trying to think back, and I, I think you're right. Yeah, there yeah. was no Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein's got yeah. a key. 
had a key. Had a key, a key but, but it wasn't a padlock. But it wasn't yeah. to a padlock. No, no interesting. Yeah. No, it wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was to the front door. I mean, so technology-based rooms, door in there, no yeah. padlocks, uh, and ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Yeah, ninety minutes being uh, the reason being it's, it's still really a one-hour game. Yeah, mm. but the extra thirty minutes that allows you to finish. Don't say that, because that means every time I finish one of your rooms, I'm, oh. No, not at all. No, not no. at all, because I, if you had, had done the same room somewhere else, you wouldn't have done it. I think the 90-minute thing also so, comes with the fact that we we put so much more extra content into the sure. room. Yeah. There's it's a lot a, of stuff in your room. You know, yeah. when, you, when, you, when we speak to other owners and you break down how many puzzles... Like puzzle beats. You know, we, we probably have about 30% more. Interesting. Which for 30% more time is spot on. Yeah. And, and, and we kind of stuck to that. And we, you know, we took Frank as a, the DNA from Frank mm. and broke that down. And we kind of used that formula for all the other rooms um, to yeah. keep that kind of, that in our, our, in our DNA of control or escape, if you like, to keep that going. Mm. Um, and then our third room, of course, did have padlocks. Yeah, but the reason being is because it needed padlocks. Which room is this? This is detention. detention. Mm. You know, in detention, you have school lockers. Yes, I mean they're not they're not keys. They're they are what you would find. Yeah, they're school locker padlocks. Right? Yeah. 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 So it, it worked for that. I mean, we yeah. were very very careful in having every padlock completely different, mm. so you could not get them mixed up. If mm. hate of mine is that you don't know which let me try all of my keys in this padlock yeah, remaining precisely yeah yeah so, yeah you know, one was yeah. numbers one's letters yeah yeah so yeah. it's all you know they were completely unique so you you just talked about um pet hate in escape rooms so guys my next question to you is about your your pet hates and your loves what is puzzle heaven and puzzle hell for you mm-hmm. when you are doing an escape oh, room i've got, got you a hell colin keys to a key yeah. Keys to a key. Yep. I hate getting a, a key. key, opening a box or something, and then inside is a key. Did you ever do the band job? Yes. Because <laughs> there's a whole section about that. Yeah. There are. Um, <laughs> me, me and, me, me and Jeff actually recently played one where, uh, and I well, obviously won't name them, where we opened a box, which got off us another box, which meant we had to then open that box and then open another box. <laughs> and it was just constantly... This opened this yeah. for you to get this to open this, Keychain, and you yeah. could have actually yeah. just got rid of four right. in boxes and had the reward in mm. the first box. I'd say so. It's an interesting pet hate. I'm I'm totally with you. I'd say the only the only way out, the only the only um the only circumstance in which I'd say that's okay is if you you have to do something very different each time. Maybe to, to you need a reward. There has to be but an evolution. It feels difference. like content for the sake of content. Yeah, it feels like padding. Yeah, and you need a reward. Yeah, when yeah. you've just, when you've solved something, you need a reward for it, not or, just another thing that you have to solve. Yeah, or you have to be yeah, you have to be getting other things that you'll need elsewhere mm, sure. or need later or already need as well as the next. I have another pet yeah. hate as well. Uh, this is going to be a long evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, we could be here. Fine. Um, I don't go to play escape rooms to read Schindler's List. Mm. Uh, Sorry, loads of writing, loads of reading. Oh yes, oh is, yeah, no, right there with you. It's yeah. mad. Yeah, you know. and, and uh, I've been spoiled with that before. I right went to an escape room once with who again? I won't. Well, I won't name. Uh, and we went into the room, and the GM immediately gave me this huge, great book and said, "You're going to need to read that." So, I did. Oh man! And we didn't need to read it. No, 
and it completely ruined the game for me. Everybody else had a great time. I spent the whole time reading the book. Yeah. That's a really toxic GM briefing. I mean, it's a, it's a fun joke. Like, you're going to read yeah. that. Just kidding. Yeah. Like, but you have to you have to give the just kidding. Yeah. yeah. You need to let them have the moment of, oh, Jesus, am I? And then just yeah. kidding. Yeah. You yeah. can't let them go in the room thinking they actually have to do that because they've just paid you money yeah. for fun. Yeah. yeah. And it was great for everyone else because they all got to do all the things. But... <laughs> they all got to do all the things. <laughs> By the time I'd finished and gone round and said, oh, can I do this? Oh, I've done that one. Oh, no, we've done that one. Oh, okay. I've got another pet hate. Okay. I've got another pet hate, but it can We will get to the rest of you guys. Don't worry. But it can be a positive. Okay. Bad GMs. Oh, 100%. So when you say bad, no... What do you mean? Panache. No smile. Boring GMs. Someone that doesn't have fun with you. Skate rooms are meant to be fun, aren't they? Why, Why do I get met by someone that's might be running a morgue, mm. you know, doesn't smile, doesn't have fun. Unless it's a morgue-based escape room, which yeah, would be perfect yeah, casting. So if they're not going to make me fit in the lead, then, you know, um, and then that comes off in their running of the room as well. Mm. And the greet at the end, you kind of come out, oh, we did it. But mm. you, I mean, it goes by... When you're rushed out, when you finish. Yeah. yeah. You finish a game and then you just, well, you want to talk to yeah. them about it. And, and, but I, and I, set you out the I door think there's a real art in a good debrief. Yeah. And I think I've, and I had this, at least I think I had this a few times uh, in my time as a GM where like something had not gone well for the team in the game. And I'm pretty sure I rescued the room from a bad review in the debrief. Mm. I, I think it's possible. Yeah. Um, and for me, like my, my kind of puzzle heaven is an individual debrief, like a debrief that is about your game, not about just the room. It's now my turn to say another escape room that I will not name. Every debrief they do, they walk you through the game. Oh, yeah. Which is just, I've just done this. Yeah. Why are you doing oh, that? Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> but like, ah, first you found this under here, and then you yeah. did that, and then you did that. Like, we know. I just did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. Whereas one of, the, one of the reasons you guys are up there for, for us is that every time we've done a room with you guys, when we talk to you about it at the end of it, and this is even like long before you knew about the show or anything like that, when we were just, when we were just customers, um, it was always about our game. Mm. And like in detention, for example, your character who comes at you through the, having you know, hijacked the principal's uh, speaker, Alex, <laughs> Alex Smart. See, this is why I didn't make the link. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> He's talking at you as you are now, doing what you are doing now and making reference to things that you have said to your teammate 10 minutes ago yeah. and very, very clearly paying attention. Yeah. And there's a huge amount of value yeah. there in just having that feeling that the GM is, is, is present and is present. We're, we're playing with you. Yeah. That, that's how I like to run my games. I am part of your team. You just don't realise that I'm part of your team. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm right a silent sense. I mean, you, you were a very helpful GM. Some GMs, became borderline abusive oh. Colin in the lock-in it's hard in the phone box in the lock-in in the lock-in oh lock-in you were so horrible to us he, he was he was okay no, no I, I always thought you were going to say about your number seven yeah, experience as well I mean, I'm brutal I'm, with that I'm desperately trying not to talk about um, our number seven experience <laughs> still hurting, aren't you? I'm still hurting a bit um, but no the old lock-in so the bartender character who's the live GM in the old lock-in is very um uh, uh frank with you about how you're doing <laughs> <laughs> which is good because it, it was it was playful but I, I won't lie there was a moment when i wanted to stab you <laughs> tomorrow i was like oh well <laughs> 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 
if you can't take, <laughs> you know, it's about having fun. Uh, and again, that you know, to answer you the, the question at the beginning, you know, what's my bliss? Great GMs, active GM. You know, um, someone I know is taking paying full attention to me. You know, when you ask for help, when it happens. And the kind of help you get, yeah, that is is yeah. is individual to yeah. you, and it's not just it's not just like having a GM who's who's into acting. It's it's not even that. It's yeah. It's what is it? It's it's the GM noticeably caring about you having fun. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think yes. in whatever form the room allows that to take. Yeah. yeah. The feeling yeah. that the GM is noticeably caring about you having fun yeah. Yeah. brings a huge sense of value. They're not just sat behind a computer. They're not just sat behind a computer reading their phone <laughs> or even even if they're just running the game behind yeah. your desk but they're not detaching you mark puzzle heaven puzzle hell puzzle heaven is anything logic based okay uh, i i can't do i i'm adhd autistic whichever way you want this is a recent discovery in the sense that i've worked out how my brain works <clears throat> but i can't think outside the box there is no outside the box to me there is there isn't which is why um, I work well with Sarah because, as you've seen, she actually thinks outside the box. She doesn't think inside the box. So we've learned to play rooms together in the sense that we pick out puzzles. I'll do the logic. Interesting. Do the logic. Mm. So as soon as you realise it's the kind of puzzle that you're not good at, you oh, just yeah. give it away. Oh, yeah. Sarah, yeah, Sarah, this one's for you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Me and Mike are a bit like that sometimes. Interesting. Sometimes. 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 <laughs> There's a box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed the box. <laughs> the find, the find. Oh, we're bad at the find. We're bad in detention at the find. But the detention is a hard find. Little little cube. Little cube. That's all we'll say. Little cube. Yeah. Sarah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> puzzle heaven, puzzle hell. Puzzle heaven. Um, I quite like But I also it. want to hear your fuck up. Your GM fuck up. Oh, okay. Why have I got three questions? <laughs> because... When we talked about GM fuck-ups, well, not GM fuck-ups, but like room room disasters, Mark was forthcoming, and I'm sure you've got a good one. Possibly. Um, so, Puzzle Heaven, I quite like making things. In okay. A so, oh. you give me a jigsaw or you give me something that I can physically do, can like well. the one that we went to play mm. where I had my mop for the entire duration of the game um so you didn't do an escape room you were holding a mop for the yes, entire thing yes. was this relevant yes okay at least there's that yes. at least like there, there was it wasn't time has come it wasn't for it wasn't relevant to the game no. she, didn't, she didn't clean the floor or anything. no no just and then realized that i had a crucial part um because i was holding the mop oh, Jesus. anyway um so yeah something like that puzzle hell building stuff okay puzzle, puzzle hell. hell anything logical don't give me a logic puzzle interesting Absolute hell. Don't tell me that the red robin sits next to the blue <laughs> cliff on the green bank. I've got no idea. Hmm. Fuck ups. Yeah, there's got to be a good Not one. Not necessarily mine, but it's a customer one. Does that count? Is it me? No. Okay. <laughs> no. That's good. Then, yeah. No. That's a start. No, no. It's, it, it was a game that I ran. It was detention. Um, we now call it the Reese Clause. We the Reese Clause? Yeah, it was a guy called Reese. Um, we have to put it into our briefings now at the beginning of not ripping up floor tiles in <laughs> because he spent 40 minutes ripping up the floor tiles. How many tiles did he get up? Looking for the pressure pads because the floor moved slightly. Oh, wow. He's next level. Yeah. So that's pick amazing. It up, put it down. Feel pick a it tiny up. Put thing, it down. Yeah. Assume that that's meant to be a clue yeah. and then pursue it relentlessly for 40 minutes with no, no further how input. many times, you know, little Alex is going, you don't need to do that. He he took that as 
then we must do that as we've been oh, told. Oh, no. Because yeah. we're no, in detention. No, no. And there was yeah. no telling him not, not to do it. Yeah. It's definitely, so in the, in the band job, we had an audio hint system. It was pre-recorded prompts, um, but it was an audio hint system uh, which operated for the customer's perspective in a similar way to Alex Smart in detention. And there's definitely people who just can't fucking listen. Oh, definitely. Well, I feel like if I could write this down, point it at you, you'd get it. But because I'm delivering this to you hourly, Mm. you're just not capable, teachers, (laughs) cops. Seriously. There are specific groups of people that will not listen to you, irrespective. You can, Colin will bear this out in locking. They will, you... So locking is live audio in front, of, yeah. and I was, in front of you. Hey, if you try doing so and so, if they're really not getting it, you're looking directly, and they'll stare and go and walk away as if you do not exist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look right through. They look I mean, right you're, through. You're, you're, you're right screwed through then, aren't you? Because yeah. there's nothing left. Yeah. yeah there is nothing. Yeah. Difficult yeah. to. You've more or less told them the answer. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing to hand to throw at them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's your fault for yeah. not doing it. Yeah. Well, you could have told us that. Yeah. Yes, I do. Now, before we wrap up, guys, I. Would like to ask you a bit. Pet hates. Oh, pet hates. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> oh, hit me. Me about me. Um, pet hates in a room. Yeah. Help systems. All of them. No, just the ones that do, do not work. Help systems that don't. Hint systems that do not work. Yeah. So, for for an example, another uh, room we will got, not name. <laughs> if you've got a room that is, which is say, um, I don't know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head now. Uh, pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates. Old, yeah. Oldie, oldie. You don't have a, a TV screen with text on it helping you out. We're thinking of the same room, aren't we? I, I can't think of a room, actually, at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so it's, it's help systems that are incongruous with the game they're running. Yeah, yeah they've got to be in keeping, yeah. And yeah. one of our very proud things is our help systems in our rooms. Yeah. If there was an award for best help systems, we would win it. So I'm thinking through your rooms now. So in Frankenscape, you've got the lab voice computer. Telephone. Um, telephone. It's the old telephone. telephone. The really old-fashioned phone, which Alex Smart invented. Oh, yes. That's um, how we got it. It does fly so, over. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, sometimes you hear it over so that other team members can yeah, hear it. Because exactly. otherwise it's Chinese whispers and they will screw it up. Oh, yeah. she said do this. She did not yeah, say yeah. do that. And, of course, they had to answer the phone. I don't know if you remember it. They had to actually physically pick, pick up yeah. the old phone, and then the speakers would come yeah. out. It wasn't done by the GM. That was all automated. That it worked. And then in Spacegate, you've got Mac, who is your fellow crew member who's yep, yep. stuck in his pod and can't get out, and he and talks to you. a text yep, screen. Yep. And, of course, and we did screen. have a, t- a screen on that. But it's a spaceship. Because it's a spaceship, yeah. and there's lots of screens. Yeah, and we had multiple screens. <laughs> I just I had a flashback from our, our game where one of my, one of my uh, questions was, is the answer... Pretty sure I heard a GM guffaw <laughs> through several walls. And then detention, you've got the little kid. All of our other rooms, you must remember them because they are absolutely unique. Yeah, well, you're locking, you've got the bartender in front of you. Yeah, Ricky uh, Mark's got some. And number seven, you've got the gangster on the phone. But I, I would he's question why he's calling the landline. He's the inside man. He's in the payphone. <laughs> he's in the payphone. He's going around the corner. Okay. He's yeah, going yeah, You never listen to the intros. <laughs> He's, he's keeping a lookout. I'm already panicking during the intro. <laughs> he's ringing you up on the landline. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you there. Help systems that do not belong in the game do bother me, especially yeah. screens with timers on yeah. that, that don't belong in the game, yeah. don't belong in that space. Like, yeah. why is that there? Yeah. yeah. Why? I mean, we don't even put timers in the room. No, you don't, do you? That's no, interesting. No, we don't want people to, know, to be looking at a watch or worrying about I've, And whenever I've been doing one of your rooms, apart from inside number seven, mm-hmm. 
I've n I've lost sense of time completely. Yeah, you don't get stressed on that much. Time. That's what I like about the escape yeah. room is to escape reality. Yeah. Just for a little bit. Not to be reminded of how much time you got left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up, uh, I'd like to ask you about the future, not just for control escape, but for the industry as a whole, the escape room industry. Because uh, it's going through an awful lot of growth and then some contraction and then some more growth and development. Rooms seem to be going down one of a couple of paths. There's rooms that are pursuing an ever more cinematic experience mm. where the focus is much more on an experience rather than achieving and, and solving. And like the challenge is perhaps becoming less of a focus. Yeah. And the visceral experience becoming more of a focus. And then you've got your more puzzle focused rooms trying to find new ways to challenge people and not worrying too much about being cinematic. I think that's a fair characterization. Mm -hmm, yeah. Yep. Do you think in, say, five years' time, there's still room for both? Do you think one side will kind of win out? Or do you think something else will happen entirely? I, I think you can divide the public into two as far as that. You will get the people that want to go to the more cinematic side than the puzzle side. And perhaps the more purists that enjoy the puzzle side of what the rooms were originally invented for. Do you think there's enough purists? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I think we see them here day in, day out, to be honest with you. Okay. The people that play here like those. They, they book our rooms for that that kind of stuff because lack of replayability has always been a massive problem for the industry terrible business model set the business I mean, owner it's, no it's true it is, it is yeah it like is. it's once someone's played they can tell their friends but they're not going to play that room again actually huh, i did have a team play on the bank job twice and they got worse yeah <laughs> Amazing. it can happen it can. Uh, can we've had a few back for detention yeah. and quickie mark have not remembered it yeah. at all literally come back and been worse the second time yeah because they're going into it without curiosity now yeah they think they know it yeah yeah yeah. And that makes them. And I think we have got to a stage now where you know escape rooms went nuts. You know they they grew exponentially very and, quickly. And, yeah, and then of course COVID didn't help, but they've mm. basically all kind of reduced back down again now. There's been a fair and old stabilised. I don't think mm. there's new escape rooms coming about. I think that, I'm not sure that's going to happen. But I don't think any of the old ones are going to go. So you reckon if you're still operating now successfully, you're you're going to, your, your long term. I think so because yeah. you know there's there's always repeat customers when new rooms come out. So yeah. providing you've got a steady flow of rooms changing, then then there is your repeat business. What isn't the lifespan of a room is? Well, we always used to say three years, but I'm thinking that's not long. Yeah, you know, we're thinking maybe a no, bit longer. No, I think you can get it longer. I mean, when we first got into the industry, people were telling us that. You know, two was the max, but two years. But yeah. I mean, our first room went nearly five years and it still has lots of people and it was still yeah, yeah it was still doing really well because i guess there's always there's always a stream of new people coming yeah because new people being born every second of the day new people move into the area yes new people hear about it we, we have people travel absolute miles yeah. to come here. well we've in this area of kent we've got a decent little cluster yeah. of yes. well-established rooms now between canterbury and and thanet like you've yeah. you've got a little a little hub where if you're doing a sort of lap of the UK and, and hitting a load of rooms, it's worth getting out here, yeah. which is great because it's a long way. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. kind of say that Kent is like the escape room capital of the UK. So, yeah, I do believe that. I think sustainability is a difficult thing. Um, and it's difficult when players play sort of rooms where they don't have perhaps as much fun or success. Their likelihood of going back and playing another escape room can have a 
a huge effect. Yeah, you don't want something punishing for new people. No, but what we try to create is, you know, as Jeff said earlier on, almost like a hundred percent success rate. People are coming back to us because they know they can do our puzzles. They know they can get out of the rooms. They know they're going to have fun. So they know what they're getting with us. How how tightly linked do you think a sense of of winning or or, or beating the room is to having fun in it? Because for me, yeah. they're not necessarily intertwined. Like I, yeah. I feel like I I can fail a room and still enjoy myself. I'd be curious about the reasons that I failed, or, or you know didn't get to the end of it or whatever, and and it not not be too negative. But I don't know how able the public at large are for that. I think most of the general public like the winning, mm. like the finishing, like the fact they've beat the room. Mm. I think they... Either more... the room was pushing them up that hill like <laughs> a boulder. Yes, oh, so. Again, you could split it, but I don't think it's a 50-50 mm. split. I think it'd be more like a 90-10. Mm. And yeah. you forget yes. as well, that why, why do escape rooms have to be for escape room enthusiasts? Absolutely. They don't need to be. I'd argue they can't be. It's an event. It's something that brings people together as a fun evening or a fun day. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't have to be uh, about, you know. Yeah. So you don't think any of the purity, you don't think any of the purity of the challenge is lost by not being able to fail it? Um, No, I don't think so. Because you've still, if you want to be competitive with it, which a lot of people do, Mm -hmm. yeah, then you're going for the, the better time. Yeah. You know, and we don't, we don't take that away from them. If you've got a team which is doing really well, then we, you know, we lay off Google steering them in the right direction. You've never laid them, off with us. You've, ne- you've never let. You know, we wouldn't be able to. We don't have time. To read them. <laughs> and but, you do get some. You do get some customers who are absolutely useless at escape rooms. I mean, you, teenagers, right? Well, maybe. I mean, but no. But <laughs> oh, interesting. Still go through. Sometimes, sometimes. We, oh. But we still, you know, they still go through our rooms and have a great time. Yeah, They're really good. I can't help thinking, be terrible and have a lovely time. Well, no, I can't help <laughs> yeah, thinking can a lot of the people who have played our room for the first time and got through, had they played somebody else, in fact, almost anybody else, they would probably say like, "Oh, yeah, escape rooms aren't for it's me. Not for me. It's not for me." Yeah. And never do yeah. one again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so you see that as part of your duty then? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the difficult thing because obviously there are going to be escape rooms out there. You know, there's some escape rooms out there that give you a limited number of clues. You know, mm. I mean, we've all probably all played them where I, I, I remember one where you go to. Or they tell you at the end, you t- had four hints. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I've been to ones where they go, you only get three clues. Bloody hell. You know, they tell you that at the beginning. So you are very cautious on when you use those three clues. Mm. And of course, if you use them up, then you're like, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucked. Um, and that can, kind of, really, out, but... that can <laughs> kind of really kill people, whereas mm. obviously we run on what we class as the nudge system. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't afford for people to give up. Yeah. And, and people want to feel like heroes, mm. winners. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and, they've, the... pa- and they've paid you money, so. Yeah. We're kind Lovely. of known for our finale, so mm. yeah, we want people to see the ending. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Last question. Where will you guys be in five years? Caribbean. <laughs> with millions of dollars <laughs> stolen booty it would be nice where do you see where do you see well five years time, we should theoretically years. have five more rooms because we will you're looking at a room a year one a year which yeah. we're intending on recycling so once we've got five games up and running you recycle the first one recycle the first which one. gives you a room lifetime of five years yes yeah exactly, exactly. that's the plan okay. that's the overall plan yeah. wow so we'll be still here with five new rooms that you haven't played <laughs> I like to think that we've got ourselves into a position where we're not just locally known in terms of just 
can, but mm. perhaps a bit more. I think we're actually the other way around. We're very well known nationally mm. and internationally. Yeah. We're not very well known locally. Yeah. I, I think there's probably something in that. Had, there's yeah. probably something in that. We literally had a team the weekend come and said, do you know what? I live down the road. I've walked past this every single day and didn't even know you were there. Are you kidding? We yeah. brought control <laughs> escape and massive glowing letters on the front. Yeah, yeah. the Frankenstein yeah. in the window. Yeah, yeah. in bright blue. Didn't yeah. realise. Okay, that's oh, wild. Yeah, and then and and they, as I said, internationally, we've had we had people come from Australia, booked mm. this in Australia, found us. Our first ever paying customer was from Kenya. Wow. Really? It's true. It's true, yeah. And you're like, this is a scam. <laughs> this is definitely a one. I thought we got our Google ads wrong, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it, it was almost good. planned. Um it, it was it, they they knew about us because we told them about us. Yeah. We we actually me and the wife went on holiday to to Kenya uh, and we did an escape room out there, uh, much to everybody's surprise because they thought we were very brave going to an escape room in Kenya. Uh, but we did. There's, there's dark jokes here, but yeah, I'm but not. We did. Gonna... Well, we did it, uh, and it turned out that the owners of the escape room, yeah, were not only English, yeah, but from Maidstone. Wow. <laughs> so we so told a, them a we very, were. very local escape room in Kenya. In Kenya, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they said, "Oh, you know," we said, "Well, we're, you know, we're starting the escape room because we hadn't got one then. You know, it's starting in such and such." And they, they basically said, "Oh, well, actually, we're back then. Around about then, we'll, we'll, we'll go and book it up." Oh, now you've got a deadline. Oh, well, I've got to finish it now. I've told these people they can come to Margate and play our room. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, and they were literally our first actual paint. And that was how it began. I think the beginning is a perfect place to end. So I will thank you all thank you. Thank you. for thank you. your time and your brains. And we'll get uh, you into the coffin. Uh, oh, get me in the coffin, yes. Um, yeah, there'll be a little denim now where I'm going to take the Zoom. This will be interesting. Thank you very much from Controller Alt Escape. Thank you to the listeners, and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.